Welcome to Forces in FinTech, brought to you by Repay, a leading FinTech innovator and integrated solutions provider. I'm your host, Stuart Grisanti. And in this season, we're diving further into the consumer payment technology revolution sweeping across industries, from consumer and auto financing to mortgages, credit unions, and beyond. This week, we're joined by Aaron Dills, Senior Vice President of Sales at Repay, to discuss how digital payments are helping to augment the service offering of credit unions and banks, enhancing user experience, and accelerating transactions. Before joining Repay, Aaron already had a long career in financial services. He's one of those rare people that's already had experience in all facets of the sector including the front, back, and corporate office. And thanks to his long and varied career in financial services, there are few others as uniquely qualified as him to explain how digital payments are revolutionizing credit unions and banks. Over the last 15 years, uh, I've been in the payments industry. I arrived at uh, Repay through an acquisition of Billingtree when uh, Repay acquired Billingtree and we merged two years ago. My current leadership role here. At Repay, I lead the vertically aligned team of enterprise-level sales executives, client success managers, partner managers, sales engineers, and implementation managers to do everything start to finish from on credit unions and banks going through the system and, and getting set up. I also work with the internal team members here where I drive additional integrations, product enhancements, and partnerships for the credit union bank space. Great. Thanks for your background. Next, it would be great to hear your thoughts on the state of credit unions today, the TAM, and what makes credit unions ripe for the digital transformation. Credit unions, the industry itself has been steady to strong over the last number of years. Membership growth, somewhere between 5 and 7% a year. Deposit balance growth, somewhere between 4 and 5% a year. And the, the next statistic that's kind of interesting is the loan growth. It's been between 8 and 12% is the number of loans, but the balances of those loans have increased by over 20%, which is quite impressive. So understanding the, the market now, talking about the total addressable market here, there are about 4,800 credit unions, about 5,000 banks in the country. About 25% of those banks and credit unions offer a repay-like service or the ability to accept payments from an outside FI. This leaves a lot of open opportunity in the market for that addressable market. There's not a, a digital transformation going on. I call it a digital revolution uh, going on in credit unions and bank space. And this started because of COVID-19. Every bank and every credit union forced their employees to, to work remote. And you know, in that same time period, in-person transactions, they've not come back to the, to the pre-COVID levels. They're still paying their loan payments. That hasn't changed. But the way that they pay has changed. And so with that, how do people want to pay? You know, if someone does not have what's referred to as auto pay set up, they write a check. And auto pay is simply transfers made from their savings or checking account to their loan for payment on a monthly basis. And if they don't have that set up, which is about half of, of the credit union members, they write a check. So they send a check in and they want the alternative of being able to pay online. 
and self-service that. So that's where we come in, and that really is the fit for what Repay does. So moving on, you already hit on some of these points, but what are the credit unions and banks looking to achieve when adopting modernized payment processing for their customers? Every organization has a different overall needs matrix. And every credit union and every bank pretty much have the same overall objectives in their matrix. So multiple options, you know, they want it to be highly configurable to their specific situation. Then they want a bunch of integrated delivery channels. Virtually every channel that they're offering or a way that they communicate now with with their clients, customers, members, they want to be able to provide the option to make a payment. Then they're looking at it and they're saying, how can we make operational or process improvements? You know, how can we scale things better, right? And the fourth one, and sometimes this is the most important, additional tools for collection purposes. So how can my collectors or my agents or my customer service reps or my member service reps actually have more tools available to collect a payment now? Those four pieces are all outside of of price. Price is immaterial. So how do you classify a modernized payment processing solution? So it should be an omni-channel, at least as much as possible, solution, right? It needs to be integrated or a built-in component of a text-to-pay solution. I want to be able to communicate on that texting level that every one of us participate today in everything we do. And then a pay-by-link. So as a agent, a collection agent, how do I send that payment link out to make that payment now while I'm talking to you because you don't want to give that card number or that account number over the phone? And then is there a way to make it a single sign-on experience for the home banking platform? Because everybody's doing all their banking online on an app on their phone, so why would I want another portal or be able to offer that solution in addition to a portal that's standalone? So you got to carry all these wagons. And then there's the old-fashioned wagon. I call it the analog wagon, the IVR solution. Not everybody wants to do everything digital over the internet, but they don't have a problem doing it via a touchstone telephone system and an IVR system to make a payment. So all of those components come in to an omni-channel experience. Thanks for breaking that down. Now back to Repay. It sounds like the offering is well-positioned to address the customer's needs, but is it typical to go through an RFP process or how is the competitive environment? Typically, there's there's not a, a formal RFP process, but both banks and credit unions do follow a, a, a normal procurement process. It involves a, a user experience review, so they want to they want to see a demo. So you had a demo on the user experience. Now you got an, a, a demo that's about the technical side and the integrations and the pieces that are there. Most of the time, there's it's multiple demos about the the platform itself, and there's a whole due diligence phase that goes on and a, a compliance review. Those are the typical flows through there, and. They, they use systematic diagnostics of their internal processes now. They carry that forward in their procurement process. They take their time. There's typically no snap decisions that are made by any of them. 
And that's really what it's about. They take their time. They're looking for the best value for the financial institution. And they're looking for the best cost to the customer. The competitive environment, yes, has definitely picked up in the last four years. FinTech is a quickly innovative and uh, evolving field. There's those that have integrations in this field and those that do not have integrations. And those that own their technology stack and those that do not. And those that do not, they're simply white labeling and reselling gateways that others are providing. The great thing is, from Repay's perspective, we started doing complete API integrations years ago. And, and we own our own technology stack. You know, the benefits that come with that is it provides us the ability to make changes and enhancements to that technology stack. You know, and, and the cool thing is the timely changes. I've had situations where my dev team's been able to do things in the matter of 30 days for one-off situations that if we didn't own our technology stack, there's no way that would have happened. Thinking about our integrations into core systems and the opportunity to win with our sales team, could you provide a little bit more color on the go-to-market? Repay's made major investments in credit unions and banks, right? The, the cores. We've integrated to multiple cores. We've integrated to multiple home banking platforms. We've integrated to multiple collection platforms. That's for our vertical, the, the credit union bank vertical, and it's, that's for the other verticals that we've done as well. So those are some of the things that give you that, that real reason for the uh, opportunity to win. But that's further enhanced by the, the things that we've built into our platform, the two-way text to pay the pay-by-link solution, and we continue to build out additional and in, in further detailed reconciliation dashboards. Not everybody does those things. It's, it's hard for many clients to actually do reconciliation on other platforms. All of those things are things that we've been able to provide and which, which gives us an edge, if you would. The greatest thing about this, though, is that continually taking feedback from our clients. And those market-driven enhancements really drive repay to become a top choice in the marketplace. And it's, it's really a fun aspect to be around. And lastly, how should we be thinking about the opportunity within existing integrations and future integrations? So when you look at the credit and bank technology requirements, they're looking for all the platforms to be integrated and talk to each other, Right. They want to remove as, as many of the manual processes as humanly possible because when there's a manual process, you actually have more chance for error. And then they want to streamline the communications. Now let's understand how we should apply that. Let's look at our current integrations. Our integrations are with the, the bank or the credit union's core system. Our current integrations are with multiple home banking platforms, and multiple collection platforms, and multiple loan origination systems. Why did we do all of that? We did all of that because we we're looking for the real-time posting of that payment. Because each of these platforms are integrated with each other, you know, and, and everybody wants all of these platforms to be integrated to take the, the payment in all the different areas. So in order to do that, you have to do integrations on multiple platforms. And 
different delivery systems, right? So it's different delivery channels. So to hit the different delivery channels, we need the different integrations. And how can we further embed ourselves within that communication path? So that's our current side. Uh, now, when we look at the new integrations, the stuff moving forward, it's more of the same type of integrations. I and mean, we definitely haven't covered everything yet. And then there's a whole lot of new uh, fintechs that are coming to market every year. So all of those things come into play. But we also need to understand the strategic fit of that fintech with the industry. We need to understand that strategic fit. And then what we really want to do is build out that matrix of integrations to cover 90% of the market. So it doesn't matter what their combination is, that we can actually fill their needs. That's great insight into the business and into the integrations. And I know we only have a few minutes left, but could you provide a few thoughts on the future of payments in credit unions and banks and how you see the industry evolving? I believe the future's bright. I really think it's a great time to be in the credit union world or the bank world. Traditionally, when you look at both of them, uh, they've evolved slowly. Every bank and every credit union, you can just see that slow and steady growth and incline. Consumers have driven changes during COVID-19 and the work-from-home craze, if you would, which is what's driven those additional modalities. But what will really cause the, the evolution over the next three to five years, I think, is completely different. I think the biggest impact on banks and credit unions may be artificial intelligence. I think artificial intelligence will change the adoption curve of every industry in the next five years. I already see when I go to conferences and I, and I talk to credit unions how they're incorporating different pieces of artificial intelligence today inside different platforms they have. So what do I think the end result may be? Uh, you know, it may be something as crazy as the cashless society we were all talking about or, or heard about back in the 1980s. But I think tomorrow's marketplace for borrowing and paying back that money We'll revolve around two simple things. Number one, convenience, and number two, simplicity. And it's going to be at both the consumer level as well as the credit union at bank level. The COVID pandemic showed banks and credit unions just how vital digital payment solutions are in the modern world. And thanks to Aaron's work, these organizations are able to adopt the solutions customers need in both a quick and scalable way. That's it for this episode of Forces in Fintech. If you like what you heard, please spread the word and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you stream our show. Thanks for listening. And we hope you join us next time as we continue to explore the new and exciting powers across fintech.